What's up, guys? It's Shannon, and welcome to the Eheng Podcast. And today we will answer a question from email. Um, this is Jonathan. Hi, Eheng. I'm Jonathan, 30 years old. Been watching your podcast about property recently. First of all, thank you sincerely for being a kind advisor to youngsters. This helps a lot, especially to people like me and siblings who are still indecisive on our future properties. I'm seeking your finest advice based on my situation as described below. Background. Me and my girlfriend, wife-to-be, 30 years old, occupation, commercial SME banker. Currently living in a rented PJ single-story house which is already sold by my dad for his business use. Therefore, my current house is renting at 1300 My income is 7000 plus and my girlfriend's income is commission-based, between 4000 up to 12000 per month. Girlfriend got pregnant recently. Congratulations. And it is a twins found out two months ago. Wow! My monthly commitment is one. 1005 which is the car plus insurance plus BTBDN. Girlfriend is only for 500 just for insurance. Saving is up to 100,000 plus my brother 80,000 in total for all costs for the new house. My investment portfolio is currently still relatively less than some is making losses. Then for the request, targeted house around PJ Kepong area which are convenient for our working place also to build a family. Recently we found a KD which is Kota Damansara I assume 2275 property which is leasehold and extended with not much renovation needed. Additional touch-up renovation would require us to fork out around 50,000. Therefore, the initial cost would be around 200,000 more or less. This property is convenient in terms of everything because I have been living in PJ since I was born. Was actually planning to get this house and also bring my many family members such as my father, little brother, which is 28 years old, currently working overseas, no stable income but got 100,000 in saving. And my little sister who is still studying. If we will get this property, it will cost me and my little brother to serve installment around 4,000 a month on a half basis. Pain points to buy a landed property or not since I've already planned for so many years. I'm still hesitating mainly because I just found out that I have kids to raise. After a rough calculation, no savings if we were to commit the property and my future kids. Getting an ancestor home is like my dream for me and my family. The action. To commit to this house and work like a dog to climb the corporate ladder for both of us. Let's say even the seller would mark up, is it advisable to commit monthly installments around 4000 Not to commit this 1 million property in KD but to remain renting the current house or rent a condo for kids by next year until we are early 40s only commit a landed property. Was worried and wondering if a PJ landed house will increase in the next 10 years to the extent that literally no youngsters is able to afford even with combined income. I did not have any restful nights as I'm still hesitating to make a decision on buying the leasehold 1 million property. The main concerns are the kids. I would really appreciate your sincere advice. Thanks, Sean. Wow, the rest is all pretty standard, right? But first of all, thank you very much, Jonathan, for writing in and giving in such details, right? So this is a story of a young SME banker along with the wife, uh, to be, which is a girlfriend, and they just found out that they have a twin coming up in like by the time she, he write in uh, another seven more, six more months because twins come out faster. So in six months' time, there will be additional members to the family already, and currently now they are staying in PJ, a landed single-story house, and renting because the father actually sold the property for his business purposes. So now the the junction of decision required is whether to buy this 
Kota Damansara Double Story House Which is leasehold at a million They need to fork out around 200 over thousand Plus the renovation fees Then every month they need to pay 4,000 So there's a few things to point out here The first thing is this phenomenon of Like uh, youngsters at 30s The joint income is obviously T20 already So 2% add together On a good month it's like 20,000 On a bad month it's like 11 to 12,000 per month We are still struggling to get a landed home and that is going to get worse across time especially if you are targeting a landed home within a convenient address and this is something i want to clear up also like a lot of people would debate like oh sean don't like landed properties and sean always pro high rise the entire conversation is very skewed because if both the landed home and the apartment is at the same location which provides me the right convenience the right level of connectivity right of course i will pick the landed but i cannot afford ma. that's the point ma. and most of this landed for example in bukit damansara in Monkera also got landed in bangsa south also got landed landed in those areas would cost so much higher and that wouldn't just make sense if i were to take it as an investment but it's very interesting for those landed properties as the rentals are also very high but most of the time people will think that oh you get landed it can be far far away so the same 1 million in a landed property like this versus an apartment in the location right next to your office which one would be better so that would not be the right comparison yes it's still a comparison but what's the point if you were to get a landed properties that is very far away every day you need to travel two to three hours just to get to work and back right that three hours you can actually do more things make more money with that time then another thing to talk about which is the sale of the property for business use this has always been the practice for the older generation like our parents generation where they buy properties right with the intent of saving we all know when we pay installment for the first five years right most of it go to interest but if you just average it out let's say if the rental of the property actually covers 85% of the installment amount right you are actually using the bank's money to build assets for free means interest-free right not not you still need to return the money lah, but just that on a conventional setting if you were to borrow 500,000 from the bank for 35 years you will pay back around 1.3 in total amount plus interest and all lah, right but now if you think about renting the landed property out where the renter can cover around 85 to 88 percent of the property actually you just return back around the amount that you borrowed meanwhile building capital appreciation if the property is in the right location but the tricky thing about landed property which is also applicable to this conversation the problem of individual title properties has always revolved around security and the land title so when a particular community or an address is not gated or guarded right it's rather concerning of course there are a lot of examples where the communities are all very united they go against crime together that's great but rare because the entire mentality of of why a person would invest in an individual title property is they just want to mind their own business the entire reason why a lot of people don't like stratified projects is because they don't want to go and get permission don't want to work around neighbors to improve the scenario i just want to mind my own business and if you work with such people because in my old place in taman sri muda also they develop an ra and it's a hassle to just collect maintenance fees for a boom 
room gate or security guard. And it's absolutely not fair for 40% who are willing to pay to also cover for the remaining that don't want to pay. Then they will come up with stupid excuses like, hey, when I pay, you got guarantee I won't get robbed or not. But anyway, back to the point of developing this saving habit using properties, right? It's a very interesting concept as well. Some people call it forced saving. Some people call it discipline where if I don't buy a property, if the bank don't forcefully take money from my account, I will spend it. Right, so that's another way to think about it. And it becomes useful whenever like you have a need for money. So suddenly the father business is in need for money where they can actually just sell out the property and you can cover or build your business. And that's actually pretty common. That's because the interest rate for a housing loan is way, way lower than a business loan. So a lot of people actually buy properties. So when there's equity built within, right, they will just refinance it because you're actually paying housing loan to get out the cash and they use this cash to roll within their business. So that's another benefit of property investment that should be considered, especially if you are a business owner. So what I like about John here is that they have a sufficient saving, which is around 100000 Then their money commitment is rather low, which is only 1005 which is the car insurance and PTPTN. So I would say everything is good, but now with this sudden need, of buying a landed property. And that's for romantic reasons. So he mentioned that getting an ancestor home is like a dream and they want to host everybody in the house, which is the father, the little brother and the little sister, then plus the wife, plus the two upcoming children, right? If you like this kind of thing, so let's do the math, right? If you go in, right? If you pay up 200 over 1,000, which use up entirely your saving, every month now, 4,000. So how are you going to split the ownership first? That's something to think about. Like if your brother pays up his 100,000 saving or 50,000 saving, right? How much ownership does he get or what's the percentage like? Because if there's two names within the SPA, then in the future, let's say if you want to sell or he is in need of money, he wants to buy back. At what price you are supposed to buy his share back? For example, right? Let's say now, uh, because I just went to Kota Damansara, Kota Damansara is coming up really exciting. And there's a lot of movement within Kota Damansara itself. So I've went to Mohogany residences lately. That's pretty cool. And if you think about it, if you buy at 1 million today, so let's say in 10, 20 years time, your brother is in need of money. Hey, John, uh, buy over my share. I don't want this house already because you are raising the entire family here. And if I want to sell the property, it's as if I want to sell off the ancestor home. So I don't have family values, right? So please, John, buy off my share. At what price? So because this is a leasehold property, let's not forget, right? Within like year 60, the entire valuation is going to drop. So 1 million today might worth maybe 800,000, maybe less. I'm not too sure. Maybe it just stays the same with the current pace of development. I don't know. So that has to be agreed upon before you pull off this deal. Next will be the brand new monthly calculation of uh, commitments. So now uh, many may just think that the house will require 2,000 for installment. Then you have the babies, which is another 2,000 to 3,000. It's not going to be a lot yet until you want to send them for daycare. Unless you have family members to help take care of them, it's going to be a massive cost. So let's just tabulate that out 
And are you okay with that brand new amount every month while your savings are depleted? But technically not depleted, it's just being put into the brand new house. Lah. Is that something that you are comfortable with? Because it's only going to get really stressful when you really need the job. There are changes within it. So let's say they just change a new reporting line. Now there's a brand new uh, reporting manager and you absolutely hate him. He absolutely hate you. But there's nothing much that you can do. You really need the money as you're living month to month. Regardless how stressful you are, then because of your baby, sometimes they do get sick and your wife also working. So one of you will need to take day offs. And how many day offs can you take? Because that will definitely affect your performance in your career. Is that something that you can endure? Because this is going to be a conversation piece one. Like if the kid is sick, they will be staying at home. Even if you send to daycare, right, they will send back the kid. So one of you will need to take day off. You half a day, I half a day. But you take half a day off also, you cannot work. Then, ah, it's going to be a very, very intense situation. Especially if money is part of the intensity. If I don't go to this appointment, I cannot make this deal. Then we won't have enough money for the end. Within these situations, are you okay? Then one way is for the owner to actually mark up the selling price. So if they are okay to do so and the property is more than five years already, there's no more tax, right? Then it's a bit easier to do. You just need to cover the additional marginal legal fees and whatsoever. And with that, let's say the money installment becomes uh, 4,005 or 4,008, for example. Then you loan way higher. So you actually loan more money from the bank and you use that money to do the renovation and pay for everything else while still preserving your saving that would be the ideal case this is when I always tell people if you can have additional money right let's say if you were to loan more money from the bank banks are also not that dumb they will definitely do the due diligence they will actually look at your income as a profile and they will only approve the loan if they are comfortable with you so if they are confident that you can pay back within 35 years then you should be more confident of yourself if that's the scenario where the owner allows you to take up more loan go ahead and even if they approve with it uh bro we have additional 500 to 800 a month in additional installment to pay right the savings that you have you can just pack it into the accounts first to knock off the interest calculation and that becomes like an emergency fund kind of thing so the money is just within the accounts and every time you withdraw it's going to cost like 25 to 35 ringgit and this differs from bank to bank and whether is it a full flexi or a semi flexi loan so if you go to a full flexi some banks don't even charge for full flexi services anymore which means when you have additional money you just pump it in and when you're really in need of money for emergency things right, you can always just take it out it's pretty flexible and that would be the best case scenario but just don't go too ambitious on the renovation then on the other extreme right um let's not get the house right save the money everything now you have this amount of cash within the saving account and every month you are just paying thousand three the setback to that is you will have this uncertainty of the owner wanting the unit back anytime so suddenly when you're in the midst of raising your family hey guys uh, i just sold the place you guys need to move out then there will be this 
anxiety to find a new place which is suitable in terms of their daycare, your workplace. So that actually is the not so good part about renting a place. But if you really or directly know the owner, then it's fine. If you have built a relationship, then it's fine. Because even if you sign a tenancy agreement, right, they can always pay you back your money and you leave. So not so nice. But think about the freedom or the peace of mind you have within that setting. So like you have this amount of cash within the bank, anything happen also fine. Even if you lose your job, you'll be fine for a while. And the next part here will be the debate between you and I on the concept of ancestor home. So it's best that you want to host everyone within the same roof, but that comes with a lot of problems as well. Especially when you have kids. So it's always good when you have helpers, when you have extra pairs of hands and eyes around the house to, to look after them, right? But when it comes to raising them or parenting, right, then you will have a clash of opinions, especially from the elder generation and yours. But admire the spirit of trying to provide for the family. I think that's great. But why must the ancestor home be a land? And do you really need so much space? Like, your father just sold the house because he has a business need, right? And so indirectly, it means that he's still working, he is financially independent. It's good that you want to provide for them as well, but can you afford? In comparison, you can get an apartment within the same setting of square footage, let's say 1,200 square feet, right? You can rent or you can buy, entirely up to you. That will also serve the same purpose. And why I'm saying this mainly is because of the land title. For a landed property, as stated in the name, <laughs> land is a very important component. And if you are paying the same property, knowing that after 60 years, then the value will actually drop. But you're always welcome to go and extend the lease. Like that wouldn't be a problem because it has been done many, many times within Slango. That's a little bit of my concern there. Because I also talked about this before in the previous episode, we always try to provide for the future in accordance to our current abilities. Like many may think that the babies is going to need a lot of space. Not really. Right? So especially when you have two stories, right? Your kitchen is downstairs and you're taking care of the babies upstairs. It's going to be a hassle trying to wash things like in my own practice, we basically have a secondary kitchen upstairs. The hot water, la, the sanitizer, la, the breast pumps, la, milk powder station. La, it's generally a new pantry. Then a lot are being romantic about space within the house because of the lockdown experience that we just had. Yeah, when lockdown, right, even you have facilities in your apartment, you cannot go out. What's the point, right? I have a landed, so at least the children can actually run around the front porch. Yes, but do you foresee another lockdown in the very near future? I uh, Entirely up to you, I don't know, right? But I personally don't think so. Because with a bigger house comes with bigger responsibilities in maintaining it. A lot of people see that the cost is only the installments. But what if your roof leaks? What if the window cracks? What if the gate got problem or whatsoever? Lah? Let's hope those wouldn't happen. But I just look at my father-in-law maintaining the landed semi-D, right? Every weekend is basically fixing things. Fix this lah, fix the plumbing lah, fix the kitchen lah, or get somebody to fix the aircon lah, fix the roof lah, here leaking, there leaking. <gasps> and guess what? The babies are not going to know whether are they in a landed property or a high-rise one. So they wouldn't care, they just need that bed size space. What's more important is the need of the caretaker, which is you and your wife to be. So the consideration on this side might 
be to just continue renting because you are so familiar with the place, you are used to the environment and all. Meanwhile, find something within the budget of one person. You don't need to include your little brother, but just get something within a five to six hundred thousand range. So suddenly your one hundred thousand feels abundant. You can actually afford and the intention for this property is to stay in for the next five, eight years, then you actually upgrade yourself to an Ancestor home like you mentioned in your email. So that would be my plan. And the criteria for this is it's best if it's sub sale so you get more value for money and because it solves your instant need for a home to stay in and this entire process is going to take maybe a year so let's say if you decide now right you're going to go visit a few properties then by the time after you sign the spa you're going to wait around six to eight months time before you get the keys renovation another two months just make over will do don't need to do extensively because you can't also anyway then it's going to take a year already so in a year time you're going to have a brand new home then your twins is going to be like five six months old and trust me i just moved out from a landed to a apartment right the maintenance part is so much easier it's way more convenient for both of us of course the in and up process is going to be way difficult because you move two babies up from your car to the house and the house to the car you need to go through a lot of checkpoints that might be a pain point a little bit but just from an economics consideration right i think that would just be so much more relaxing i don't have to worry so much and in this scenario, I have certainty in my own home. I don't have to think about tenancies. I don't have to think about emergencies where the owner wants back the unit. And a three-bedroom unit can perfectly solve the need of providing to your families as well. One room for your father, one room for your sister. Then your brother is not around anyway. Then one master bedroom for you and the kids. Gaudim, why need a landed house which is beyond your needs put yourself silent everything right then this is the center part of things right you can buy those later you can buy the ancestor home later you don't actually need it now it's only for romantic reasons and in 10 years time maybe the property of kd right might drop i don't know because of the lease going to expire, right? But your concern about properties within PJ setting is going to go so much higher up to the level where youngsters cannot afford even with combined income, right? I think that's definitely going to happen. The point here is that the market is driven by people. Like the property price is not going to just increase because somebody says so. It's because people's purchasing behavior drives up the property price. If you cannot afford, right, someone else will. Sadly, no one is going to care whether youngsters can buy or not. It's a very weird system that we are in. Like the poor will be poorer, the rich will be richer. And that's my entire focus as well, is to get an investment slash own stay unit. Because I don't think it's just right to dump all in for a property that have the risk of depreciating. Get one after five years, after your kids go to primary school, then only you can upgrade because this is the stage where they are super active. They then need privacy. And the constant here should be the hard working like a dog part. Like whether or not you are rich, you are poor, I think everybody should work hard. It should be a constant. But when you have two newborns with you, it's very difficult to do so. So some advice for youngsters who have yet to get pregnant or to yet to have children, right? Work as hard as you can because now the time that you have is entirely dictated by you when you have family obligations for other people oh yeah you have families right the money part is terrible no the time part is worse 
when your kid is sick, whatever meetings that you have, right, your kid is having high fever, right, that will take priority more than anything else. And that should be the way. In conclusion, my suggestion is this. Um, continue renting the house and uh, safe delivery, right? It's going to be a very fabulous journey. Finally, we, you will understand the sacrifice and contribution our parents gave to us. Fatherhood is definitely one of the most exciting experiences that I've gone through. So, all the best, right? Meanwhile, get something where you don't have to share name, which means get an apartment or a landed property, whichever you like within the budget that you can afford. And the criteria to that is best if the current rental can cover around 85 to 90% of it. So let's say if it's in PJ, you grow up in PJ, you are very familiar. It's a very good location for families. Then when you stay there, then once you get it, you can move into it and stay maybe for the next five to six years until the twins are standard one. And in the meantime, work like dog with the intention of getting an ancestor home. So when your kids really need space, then only get one. Even if you cannot buy, la, right? When a property is, let's say, 2 million, but the rent is 3,000, is it worth it? I think so. For example, like the PJ house that you mentioned, the selling price may be crazy, right? But if you look at the money rental, it's very affordable. So would it make more sense to just rent them? Because after your kids turn 21, right? They are going off. They are going to fly off really anyway. So why need to sustain such a big house? Very clearly, when you see two old folks in the future, right? yeah, we'll grow old in this house together, but nobody can actually climb upstairs because none of us can. What for? Then what about celebrations? Everybody can come and gather together. Get an Airbnb, la, right? So that's a very practical side of things when resources is the main concern. Like if you have all the money in the world, get a mansion, right? God bless you, get a mansion and do everything you want. But when resources are constrained, I would rather choose to have certain level of flexibility within my work and within my family. So by doing this arrangement, I can afford to lose my job a little bit because within this period where your newborn arrive into your life, right, it's going to be very stressful and you're going to miss a lot of days in work. So what if your performance is not up to par? Yeah, and the worst part is that is absolutely out of your control. So by playing within something within our means gives us better security. And when you upgrade to a landed property or rent a landed property later, right? This property can actually rent out, ma, and that can generate you income some more. Yeah, so that is how I will play the game, Jonathan. Thank you so much and congratulations again. Take it as a good thing. But I believe with all your good habits of money management, your good habits of family values, right? Whatever decisions you make wouldn't be too bad. And do take this suggestion as a reference because the family values part are different. Their practicality parts are different. The romantic values towards... Uh, families are also very very different because I've seen too many family homes being abandoned uh, really wasted but that's my reality not yours but again thank you very much for writing in all the best and for those who still have any questions regarding real estate do just email me at t-a-n-i-h-e-r-n-g t-a-n-i-h-e-r-n-g at gmail.com or you can just DM me on Instagram i-h-e-r-n-g and I'll see you guys on the next one ciao when love comes